Welcome to NIL Undressed. I'm your host, Ryan Schockner. And I'll tell you what, I am really excited today because our guest did two things that personally I think is super cool. The first, he helped really redefine the narrative that you need to be that quarterback or wide receiver or point guard in order to participate in NIL. And the second is he was just nominated for the Innovator of the Year Award at this year's NIL Summit in Atlanta, which means he thought of you know new and creative ways to leverage his name, image, and likeness. He thought outside the box, right? And so that's what really, uh, to me, NIL is about. Let's let's use this new opportunity, think outside the box, and let's create something, right? So Barney Amore, punter, started his career at Colgate, where he made Patriot League honor roll multiple times, received the Phil Steele second team honors, graduated, and continued his career at Penn State, where he was named All Big Ten Honorable Mention, Academic All Big Ten. He made the Nittany Lion Club Award for the highest GPA for a senior, named the Ray Guy Award watch list, and ended up second all-time in Penn State history for career punting average. I'll tell you what, man, this is, I'm I'm pumped up. I think you're going to get a lot out of this, uh, and, and you should be pumped up for this. Barney, welcome to NIL Undressed. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Hopefully we can give some kids some new ideas and help everybody out. Absolutely. Before we dive into it, though, I want to hit you with some rapid fire questions, right? Uh, right. Best part of going to Colgate? Uh, nature, the surroundings for sure. Awesome. All right. Best part of going to Penn State? Uh, the fan base. Favorite Coach Franklin quote? Um, comparison is a thief of joy. Ah, I like that one. I like that one. All right. If I'm going to a game at Penn State, right? Football game. And uh, what is the can't, you know, I want to, I want the full experience, right? The happy Valley. I want the full experience. What is the can't miss restaurant that I need to go to? And what is, what do I need to order? Okay. So the can't miss experience. If you're in the stadium is the chicken wing basket and fries. That's apparently that's like the go-to thing. Um, if you are outside the stadium, you need to go to a place called Lupita's and that is a gas station Mexican restaurant. And it is the best food there is in state college for sure. Awesome. All right. What do I order there? Oh gosh. Oh, I actually went in one time ordered one of everything, not thinking it'd be that much. And it was a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Uh, they got good quesadillas or tacos are really good. Um, you really can't go wrong to be honest. Love it. All right, cool. All right. So you started your academic and college football career at Colgate, and that was before NIL was even a thing, right? The lawsuit was still going on. Yeah. You wake up one day and the entire world of college athletics is flipped on its head, state of chaos, trying to figure out, you know, what is NIL? How do we implement it? What was your initial reaction when NIL went live? Yeah, so I had just gotten to Penn State when NIL started. Um, and I, okay, this sounds really bad, but like NIL wasn't a thing at a lot of schools, but it was also like kind of a thing already at schools. Like people were obviously like, hey, we know you're important. Like we, we post stuff online for us and we'll send you a boatload of free stuff. Um, so I think at first everyone's like, oh, yes, like this will help two people. Like, this is going to help the running back and the quarterback, and that's about it. Like, let's be real. Like, 
Otherwise, like nobody cares. Like no one's gonna want to work with the punter or the long snapper or Joe Schmo was on the line, right? Um, so I think at first it was kind of like iffy, and then the way they brought it out to us was be careful. Like you, this is this is it. Everyone says this this and this, and you don't know. It's like all right, well nobody knows, so <laughs> I guess try and ask for forgiveness later. I mean that was like the thing. Everyone was worried about eligibility at first. Like, oh, you break this rule, you're not eligible. You break this rule, you're not eligible. Uh, so I think at first everyone was like kind of cautious about it, and then they people realized they were behind because people had already been like partaking in certain activities, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, and once school started realizing they're behind the game, then it was like, all right, sure. Everything goes, whatever the gates want. open. Yeah. Get, what, get as much as you can go. And I know with school, it's hard now in teams because coach wants to coach. Um, and NIL doesn't make their life easier. That's for sure. Um, and it's hard to balance between, again, if your quarterback's making a boatload of money and your lineman isn't, and the lineman's like, well, you're really good because I'm good. And it's like, how do you manage all the relationships, I guess? Did you see some of that, you know, butting of heads or whether it was, you know, on on Penn State or with other, I'm sure you have buddies that played football other places. Did yeah, you see some of that um, starting to happen? So the smart people who do it right, take care of the kids on their team. Yeah. Um, so I like, like Sean Clifford who plays at green Bay. Now, like he was super smart about NIL. Um, like he'd go get deals with restaurants just so those linemen can have all you could eat buffets when they go like, that's smart. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a smart person using NIL money. Yep. Um, then you obviously, there's certain kids that are like, well, that's not fair. Why are they getting certain money? And you're not, well, it's like, all right, well, it's the same thing with finding a job. Like how many people have you reached out to? And they're like, well, I haven't reached out to anyone. Like, it's the same thing. Like, then what do you expect? Like you got to figure out new ways to get in contact with people. So I think there's some, there's always a little bit, again, of the comparison. That's why I said earlier, comparison is totally defeat the joy. Because if I told you six months ago when no one had a deal, you're like, you can make money if you want. You would be like, great. And now you're mad because someone's is making more than you. Well, yeah. then figure out new ways, like a, a new way to get involved, um, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah, I think sometimes they see the end product, right? Or they hear about the end product being the, the you know, find, you know the money that's coming in and they don't see the work that goes in. You know, it's like the off season in sports, right? Like, you know, 100%. you see you see in camp and you see on the field what happens um you know and so certain players advance you know in a year from the last time they they put on the pads and played in a game you know they leapfrog other players and and you just see that and you say well what's wrong with you know this other player but they don't see the effort and the time in the gym and the game film and they don't see what happens you know behind the scenes that gets them to that point yeah it's i mean it's the same thing with everything i mean you know Everyone gets mad when you run the wrong play and they make the comment after the plays happen. And I said, well, if we knew that's going to happen, we probably wouldn't have ran that play. Um, <laughs> yeah, there is a lot behind the scenes stuff that I don't think a lot of people take into account. Um, I guess a buddy of mine, Nick Dawkins, he's at Penn State right now. He started his own uh, company called Dow LLC. And that's um, watching what he's done with it. I know he's made a foundation for kids in his area. He's done very well with t-shirts and hats and all his other merchandise he sells. Like watching kids like that and watching him build, like I remember he'd walk into the football locker room and hand people five 
which one of these feels the best quality which one of these which one looks better which one like it's like watching people build stuff like that is like okay like those are the kids you want to support like you see this kid coming in day in and day in and day in, and he's like all right i got these shirts made would you wear one of these or right, this is a jumpsuit would you wear one of these is this logo cool and he's like everyone's like yeah i like that and then all of a sudden everyone's handing him 20 bucks for a shirt 20 bucks for a hat 20 you're like wait a second dude like you're actually starting something here and then you know Drew Aller did a podcast the other day with uh, Adam Brenneman, and he's wearing Nick Dawkins' shirt. And everyone's like, wait, that's a cool shirt. It's like, there's so many, like, there's such a building of process, I guess, is a good way to put it, that people don't see. And it's just like, think about the behind the scenes. It's not as easy as, oh, a lot of people think, oh, let me just do something and it's fine. Like, it's not really how it works. Like, again, if you're not the quarterback, it might be a little different when you're calling up a store and saying, hey, my name's so-and-so. I want to work with you. And they're like, oh, wait, I can figure out how to budget for this. Like, yeah, they're behind the scenes stuff to to make stuff work, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, that's, you know, and and he he comes out with these designs. I mean, who, who knows how long it took him to figure out the logo, right? How many iterations did he go through? Right. And you just don't see that piece of it. And that 100%. is the cool part. I mean, to start, a, you know, and that's a legit business right there, right? With the foundation giving back and and super cool, man, super cool. So, you, but you're the punter, right? So, when did you start thinking about your participation in NIL and, um, you know, your your initial strategy and mindset around, you know, getting putting yourself out there? Yeah. So I started with being the kid that was like, well, that's so stupid that everyone else is getting money. Um, so, how did it really start? Um, so, I wasn't on scholarship, and I was like this is i'm like i'm not gonna be that kid that's not on scholarship but also doesn't get nil money that is it's not gonna work for me i'm like i've got one more year here i might as well max out as much as i can max out because you're about to become nobody if you don't go to the nfl like let's be real it's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people that played in college sports and then nobody cares anymore so i'm like all right i might as well figure this out now while everyone else is figuring it out and go from there um and it just i kind of just was like, all right, I need to get in contact with businesses. I had this idea that I was like, again, I'm not the kid that walks down the street and everyone goes, oh, that's a Penn State football player. And I'm like, <laughs> so I was always the kid that walks down the street and hears people saying, like, well, they suck or what are they doing or this guy sucks. I'm like, I'm like, sheesh, people are really harsh. So I'm like, like, what if I just did a video of like asking people what they thought about Penn State football? And then the schools, uh, I asked like the people from our team to do it, and they were like, oh, no, we can't do it. We can't do it. I'm like, all right, I'll figure out a way to do it. So I finally got in contact with somebody else, and they are like, yeah, we'll shoot a video. Just put a logo at the end. And I was like, perfect. I'm like, just pay for the camera guy. I'll do it for free. That's a proof of concept, just to prove that it works. Uh, I think my first video did 250,000 interactions in about. That's no joke. Yeah, three days. I think we did. Like we, we did really well in the first video. And then Guy Singer Health was like, "All right, we want you to make a video with us in the background." So I was like, "All right, let me go to the the RV lot where everyone says they're the biggest fans in the world." And I'm in the RV lot, and not a single person knows who I am. So I'm like, "All right, well, how big of a fan can you be?" Like, like you know, I just, I just <laughs> yeah. Let's test that theory. Yeah. So. You know, and then you just keep coming up with ideas. And again, like I mentioned what I was trying to do earlier, and it's like, there's so many opportunities. And, you know, I've given talks on like, how, like how to find, how to find basically 
clients or how to find people to do it with, right? Like you are essentially your own business. Like no one's going to do it for you unless you're basically the quarterback. Like let's be real. Um, so figure out how to do it on your own. So I went every like county normally has a chamber of business or a business commerce or whatever it is. And every single one of them has got a directory. So and it's the directory is normally the managing partner or the owner. And it's got their email and their phone number. So I walked into the commerce building and I said, can I have a directory? And they said, sure. And they handed me a thing. And I had 853 businesses with the owner's phone number and the email. And I said, all right, that's a lot of businesses. So I went through and I thought, what would be a cool place? What would be a cool place? What would be a cool place? Um, and I mentioned like Sean Clifford earlier with like a lineman. Like you get them as much as they can eat because that makes them happy. Yep. And I said, all right, well, I don't like getting hit. Like that's why I became a punter. Like, so but all those guys in front of me are taking hits. So like, what's the next best thing? And I'm like, donuts. Like who doesn't like donuts, right? So I sent Duck Donuts an email on the guy that runs that. I said, hey, here's my idea. This is what I'll do like every week. Can we want this? And I said, I'll post about it and I'll like whatever you need. Like I need that and struck a deal with Duck Donuts. And like, that was a cool gig. Every week we'd have four or six boxes of donuts in the football building. And everyone would just be like, Oh, who's that for? And it's like, oh, if you played on the special teams units, you get a donut. And then everyone was like, oh, I want to buy on special teams. I want donuts. And it's just like, it's fun stuff like that. It doesn't have to be like, I know a lot of people preach this. It needs to align perfectly. It makes sense and everything like that. And I had a coffee company that I was speaking to at a conference and he said, well, I sell coffee. Like, what can I do with an athlete? And I was like, what can you not do with an athlete? Yeah. Like, have you ever seen a kid get up for a 5 a.m. lift? Because it's awful. And he's like, <laughs> no. I'm like, make a video. I'm like, it'll be good. I'm like, make a video about anything. I'm like, the videos like that a lot of people worry about don't have to make a lot of sense, I guess is the best way to put it. Like, I saw someone the other day with an NIL kid who did an underwear commercial. Like, that is perfect. Yeah. Like, because it's so stupid, it like gets notoriety. And it's not even about notoriety for yourself. Like, on Instagram, I'm just above 7,000 followers. Like, I do not have that many followers. Like, I cannot sell myself on the followers. On Twitter, I have maybe 1,000. But on Twitter, I get 250,000 something out of my posts. And you can sell that stuff. And you can say, hey, man, like, like again, the video I did for Guy Singer, I was like, I don't know how much I can guarantee you, but I can get you a good video. And it's like, we did like 50,000 something views on just the guy singer video and it's like those are like legit numbers that companies want to be a part of especially local companies um well especially i mean you you look at a lot of these local companies and smaller companies they've never uh really advertised on social media right so they don't quite understand how that works and if you can be that one that bridges that gap and gives them a soft introduction into it I mean, yeah. 50,000 videos off, you know, a thousand Twitter followers. I mean, and 250,000 watch, you know, views off of that. I mean, those are incredible numbers. Right. And, you know, it, it, but you know what else I love about what you said is, you know, you have the ideas, right? And there's so many people that have an idea and then they wake up one day and they see somebody else, you know, did something and they're like oh i thought of that like two years ago um but it doesn't and- matter i think that's that's a good point i think that's the the whole thing is everyone's like oh well, I'm, I'm worried it's already happening like, it doesn't matter 
Like it, it really doesn't. Is not, it doesn't. Like if anything, it just proves your concept works. Like if that's like, yes. like, okay, I'm sure there's copyright rules everywhere, but like you, like with YouTube, you can basically do the exact same thing as somebody else and change a sentence, and it's not the same. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's so many opportunities to find ideas, and if you can't find an idea, go to someone who's doing an idea and say, "How can I do something to team up with you? How can I like and do like." I say do it for free, but like do it for free because it's not about the first video. I did my first video and it got a boatload of views and I did it for free and it paid on the back end. Right? Yep. So there's there's the person that has the ideas and doesn't do anything. There's a person that does ha- doesn't have the ideas and wants to do something. And then there's very rarely the person that has both. Yeah. So even if you find two different people on the, each category and you team up together, then great. If yeah. you're the person both, and then great. Um, I think I think for me at least the biggest thing was, I mean, like it's new. You might as well, nobody knows what they're doing. I think the small business or small businesses are hard. I think, and that's what I found a lot because they don't have a lot of cash flow. Basically, is what you're trying to figure out, and their marketing budget isn't huge. So, like for me to walk up to a small business and say, "Hey, I need." this amount of money and I'm going to do this, this, and this, I can't guarantee you revenue stream back. It's, it's a risk on both sides. It really is. Cause I don't want it to be bad and them get nothing. Um, but again, if you do it right, I mean like they continue to do it right. There's, I thought there is a path and I think it's worth, and there's something worth for everyone. Like a lot of companies that are small can't give you, X thousands of dollars to make content, but they can give you 300, 400 bucks and give you their product for X amount of time. Yep. Cause it, that's it's a lot cheaper for them, but more beneficial for you. Um, well, it's so creativity, it's, right? And and that's what you did and, and you put into action. So I love what you did. And you walk down to the chamber, you've got the list. And you went through and you figured out, you know, what businesses would be cool and what could what ideas by looking at that could you uh, could you think of? And then you reached out to to them. And I'm sure some said no, but some said yes. And that's really where it starts. And then it's the creativity then in the compensation. So, I mean, I echo what you said. A lot of these small businesses can't give you, you know, five, ten thousand dollars to make a post. Right. Um, they just can't even in their in their brains they can't even fathom that. But what if you did a percentage of sales for a given time period and you, and you do something? Right. I mean, that could almost be bit more beneficial than getting the upfront money. And then it's building that resume, right? And then you're Way building the evidence that what you can do works. And it's and it's just thinking. And that's the the coolest thing about NIL is the creativity that comes from from athletes on. How are they going to monetize this outside of just your traditional endorsement? You know, I'm doing a Dr. Pepper commercial sort of thing. There's, there's so many, so many opportunities um, rather than just the post rather than just anything. I mean, I had a pillow company deal. That was like the best deal I think I've had. Um, I mean, that, and that was like, they just sent me pillows and then I got like, it, like maybe three percent of the sales. Like I didn't get money from it, but like I got like seven hundred dollars for the pillows. Like I have yeah. the best pillows in the country. 
<laughs> and it's, you know, you can find there's, again, there's, if there's a, uh, people say if there's a will, there's a way. I, if there's a want, make up anything for a deal just to get started. Yeah. Like, let your deal, like, tell them to give you something and you'll work for them. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, make a deal. I mean, it's, again, it's easier if your people know you when you walk down the street. But if they don't, like, it's even better content because the people are more bluntly honest. Like, I was doing videos about, like, oh, is the punter good? And the girl's like, no, he sucks. And I'm like, all right, like, that's great. <laughs> like, I think that was a week after I just got nominated for the Ray Guy list. And I was like, <laughs> like, I can't even catch a break with people here. Um, but yeah, there's like so many opportunities. Um, I think the more creative, the better. Um, if a company tells you no, ask why. And if they say, I don't have the money, then say, do you have the product? If you don't have the product, do you have this? What can you offer? What what it, What's your availability on anything? Um, if they say no, go to another company and make it so they regret not doing a deal with you. And that's like yeah. the best thing I can say. If they say no, then make them wish they had said yes. Yeah, and then, absolutely. I love it. Yeah. What would you have done differently in those, you know, when NIL rolled out, um, knowing what you know now, if you could go back those those months, what would you have done uh, initially or even knowing that NIL was going to be an option for you at some point in college? What would you have done differently in high school to get yourself set up for uh, for NIL? Uh, I would have held myself back a year. That's what I would have done. Um, <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, it held myself back a year would have helped a lot, to be honest with you, um, because I was like kind of just making a whole bunch of stuff up, but I only had one year left. So, like, now the content was getting good, and I'm like, wait, I'm about to become nobody in the next three months. So, this is not yeah, you good. saw that the light at the end of the tunnel was quickly approaching. Yeah, yeah I'm like, this is, I'm like, I thought this was going to be like far away. Um, I think so for anybody else that's like preparing for it, I think the best way you can prepare for it is one, learn some type of financial education because again, getting the money one thing, keeping it's another thing. Uh the goal is to not look rich, it's to be rich, I guess is the best way that everyone says. Yeah. Um and it really comes down to an education part. You know, you don't have to be the smartest person in the room, but you sure as heck don't want to be the worst one in the room is the best way to put it yeah um and just learning little things here i mean like literally you can go set up a bank account with like most of the banks and just put money into a bank account and artificial intelligence invests it for you and you can take a personality test it invest it very conservatively or very risky depending on what you want to do um and that's like something that that's like a 15 minute research of just trying to figure out like what to do with money um in terms of deals and stuff like that try to find deals just like throw yourself out there i know it sounds silly but like I, there's a guy that i know and like he could be making so much money but he's like afraid to do anything and i'm like what's the worst that could happen like somebody says no like yeah i'm like it's exact same thing of getting recruited you send fifteen thousand emails and two of them respond and then both of them leave you on red like you know what i mean like it's exactly how it works. It's the exact same thing. Just imagine you getting recruited. Um, again, like if I heard a quote the other day, that's like, if you were 20 no's away from your $1 million yes, like 
how fast would you be to go find your nose? Yeah. Like you'd, you'd be, be pretty quick. You'd be running around everywhere. Oh, you want to do business? No. Oh, yeah. Like you'd be running around everywhere. And like, you really just don't know, right? Like you're, you're one yes away from things being very drastically different, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I mean, and this guy plays football, I'm assuming, right? I mean, he gets hit for basically for, for his sport. I mean, it's, it's getting a no is not as significant as getting, you know, tackled but, by, by, but, you know, a big 10, uh, uh, you know, opponent. I mean, like think about it, like Penn state specifically, like we do games with 110,000 people and, this kid's afraid to go talk to one person. I'm like, dude, you perform in front of a hundred thousand people in person and millions on TV, and you're afraid to go ask for a note. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'll write you the email. Just like, just press send. Just press send. <laughs> it's not that hard. Um, I think now getting more creative, it's like super easy. Like literally, go on Chat GPT and type in how to come up with nil ideas, how to come up with ideas, like. Like guys, it's getting really simple. Like it, like it's the effort the part. Yeah, I'm like, if you literally just took five minutes a day and just went on a Chat GPT and typed it in and said, "Write me an email for this and put some characteristics in there," and it writes you like it's done. Now make sure you read it. That's it's a whole different story. But um, I don't know. It definitely is an effort thing. Um, again, if you just like, again, when you're scrolling Instagram at night, the hour before you go to bed, like if you just like spent 30 of those minutes doing anything for yourself, like you'll be 95% above everybody. You you might not be the next living none, but like, you're going to get something you'll be. Yeah. You'll be, if you get nothing and you've put 10 hours into it, you can send me a DM and I'll figure out how to get you an, an offer somewhere. <laughs> like there's. There's there's opportunities everywhere, I guess. Yeah. So Penn State has, I mean, that's a very unique, uh, I mean, the college atmosphere there is rivaled to very, very few, right? Um, if I'm a high school student that, you know, I'm going to play any sport, but I want to participate in NIL. If I'm out there looking at places to go to school, how important is is the university having that unique sort of atmosphere to me having success in NIL? We want to thank our sponsor, Success Beyond Game Day. For many athletes, the last safe place was the locker room. They could be themselves and not be judged. Success Beyond Game Day creates a locker room community for athlete development. Partnering with individual athletes, high schools, athletic departments, college and pro teams, on building their brands, understanding name, image, and likeness, how to get deals, and personal finance, all while leveraging a proprietary assessment that identifies core skills that athletes can leverage to create a competitive advantage, all while creating an environment where athletes can connect to push each other to greatness. Check it out at www.successbeyondgameday.com. Um. So it's definitely easier at a bigger fan base school um, because you can guarantee people. Um, like when I was selling stuff to business, trying to deal deals with me, like our average inflow of people on a college game day weekend is north of like 300,000 people. So if I could get like 1% of those people to even listen to me, like 
there's there's opportunity. Um, I think if you're getting recruited, you got to understand what your goal is, and I think that's the biggest thing. Um, and this sounds really like selfish, but like know your place and know like who you are, right? Um, if you're a kid that's coming out of high school and you're not on that top 100 list, like you're in a different ballgame. Like, um, but again, if you're not like know what you're going for, like I went to Colgate, obviously I didn't go for the atmosphere. Like, let's be real. <laughs> like I, I, I think I had more people at my high school football games than I did at Colgate, <laughs> uh, but I went for education and I got a good degree and it's like, that'll hold some value later on. Um, and then I chose the other route where I went for a top level atmosphere and a great education. Um, and again, they both weigh out and they both offer different, different things. Um, so if you're going to recruit, I think now, uh, so I'll say two things. Now, if you're the scholarship recruit, um, it's going to weigh into your potential earnings. That's something to think about. Remember you're there to get an education because football will be done. So also think about that. Um, two, if you're like a walk-on kid or preferred walk-on, you never waste time investing in yourself, I think is a good way to put it. Uh, so what I would say is like before I always told kids, there's always money. If they want you bad, there's always money. And people are like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, if number one recruit says, I don't want to come there anymore. And I want to come to your school. Look, I'm magically a scholarship appears. Yeah. Well, now like even more so, right? There's, there's ways around everything now. So if they're like, Hey, we really want you to come here. We've got no money for you. Okay. Well then can you get me some money and NIL money? Like there's yep. opportunities there. Again, like you're gonna have to make it for yourself. You're not gonna be if you're not the quarterback. You're not gonna have the money rolling in, like because it's just your position, right? It is your position. But if you get creative, there's a larger fan base or a loyal fan base. I guess like the largeness doesn't really matter if the fan base is loyal. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I hate Iowa, but I tell you what, their fans are pretty committed. That's all I gotta say. Those are some legit fans. They are. Um, yes. There, there's. You just you got to weigh it out a little bit. Again, I wouldn't make the whole entire thing about nil money. I know it's hard, and I say that because it's so easy for somebody else to tell you what to do when it's not their wallet and it's not their money and it's not their like cost of time. It's, it's like it's everyone's always got an idea when it's not theirs. I'm like, yeah. and when it's there, nobody's got this fashionable idea. Um, but again, college experience does mean something. Um, and what your end goal is. If your end goal is to be a doctor and you're worrying about NIL money, like maybe pick the med school you want to go to. Like, yeah. Be, if your end goal is to be none of that and you've no idea what you want to do, then you might as well make as much money as you can get, I guess. Like, that's, I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit the, um, If, if you could change or if you could, uh, you know, wave a magic wand and and give college athletes what they need, you know, outside. I, I mean, obviously, we've hit it a couple of times. It's action, right? you got to take the initiative. You've got to put forth some effort. But in the grand scheme of, um, you know, NIL and education and, and support services around it. What, what, you know, what, is, what's the gap? What's missing in it? Um, okay. So a couple of things, uh, this is gonna be a hot take. 
so might have to edit this one out. Uh, <laughs> for starters, I don't think any athlete on a what do you think? I don't think any athlete on a revenue generating sport should be paying for anything. That I think there's scholarships, and I I. For me, like I got a buddy who just went to a school and he walked on there and he's still paying for food, but he has to pay $18 a day to live with the team. Like that to me is garbage. Yeah. Because um, the money is not $1,000. We're talking millions of millions of dollars schools are bringing in. Um, you know, like Big Ten just signed, like it's like a 300 something billion dollar contract and they're still asking kids to pay for tuition, right? The cost of a student in the class is the same amount for the teacher if there's 15 or 32 kids it's the same yeah. thing so that if i had a magic wand that'd be the first thing i changed with the nil is that money gets allocated so there's kids that like i don't think any kid should be playing like that type of money if they go to a school especially because the cost of an extra student in the classroom is zero um i think two um I think there should be mandatory, some type of mandatory financial education. Um, if I have to take a uh, course every year on how not to cheat in school, then like let's better use our time because, like, come on, I'm taking an hour course every year on how not to cheat, and we still don't know what taxes are, right? Nobody's teaching us that, but yeah. Well, they'll teach us about the World War II. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many stuff that I think that doesn't really make sense. Like, let's be more practical about it. I think that would be like the second thing I do is, you know, there has to be a mandatory thing that everybody should have to do. Um, and I think, th I think three is like, I wish people just like stepped out of the comfort zone. Like I'm a very out there person. Um, I don't have a problem talking with people and stuff like that, but there's so many people with good ideas that are just afraid to put themselves out there because of what other people say. And like, like I was at the gym the other day and like, I totally heard someone talking like smack about this other person. And I'm like, they were mad because so-and-so wouldn't give them tickets. And I'm like, you didn't realize like how like much of a jealousy factor it really goes into it. Like who cares? Like, right. like, like you want to talk about ghosting people? Like if someone hates on you, just block their account. Like that's like, it's very easy these days. Like, yes. and the same person, I say it's the same thing. The person that hates and the person that makes your comments brings your viewership up. And there's the same person waiting outside the stadium to get your signature at the end of the night at midnight. And they're all the same people, right? It's the same guy that, writes your BS comments on Twitter. And then when you tweet back at them and you send them a private message, oh, my bad, my bad. I didn't think you were going to see it. It's like, all right, well, you're a 50-year-old dude tweeting at a 23-year-old person or an 18-year-old kid. And it's like, you don't have anything better to do with your time. Like, I would not worry a thing about what other people think. I mean, again, those, those people that hate are basically irrelevant in three years or two years or however long you have left. Like... You just got to think that if they're taking time to spend it on you, like, like in a bare business sense, it's just another dollar in your pocket because it's another view. Like, it's yeah, just it's like a view. exactly, exactly. Like, yeah, I love it. I think it like Party B or something was like, I just want to like thank all my haters because you're the ones getting me paid or something. She said, and it's like, it's so true. Like, you post some stupid video and nobody likes it and everyone's hitting the down button, they still got to watch it. Like, yeah. they still have to watch it to hate it. So it's yeah. like, Still a view. <laughs> do whatever you want. It's not yeah. by me.
Yeah, that's that's great advice. And and really because as a college athlete, you know, such a small percentage are going to get a shot at the, you know, at the next level if for their sport there even is a next level, right? Cuz yeah. a lot of them that that aren't. And so you've got this 3 to 5 year window where yeah. you're relevant in this world. And then like you mentioned, you wish you would have of uh, you know, um you know, delayed, uh, backed up a year. Right. So you'd have another year to take advantage of this. Like it I goes mean, quick. I, I like, especially now, like I do not get by people would think they're actually of eligibility. Now I can understand if you're leaving for a professional sport and again, from a business side that pays better than fine. If you're not like just stay, like what is one more year in school going to do? Like, let's be real. Like go take some undergrad courses. You could have taken freshman year and Banks, bank some extra money, network with people so you have a better job after. I think yep. that's the other thing. All right, this is the easiest way to make a network. Like it really is. Like my first gig I did for someone offered me a job at the end of it. Like that was like the first thing that, hey man, make this video. By the way, do you want to work for us after this? And I was like, again, like there's so many opportunities. Um, there's so many opportunities out there that you can build. One, build your network. Uh, the network helps to reach out to everybody and talk to everybody again a lot easier said than done uh if you don't like that send emails uh that's the easier thing um but there's nothing better than an old-fashioned phone call uh because people have to think on the spot it's a lot harder to say no yeah um, it's also a lot harder to say no if you show up in person um again i might stall but again you have better chances so i think you know it's and you i think people say like don't rush but like just make the most out of it. I mean, if nobody's helping you, like there's still resources out there. Um, I know like I'd walk in and say, Hey, can I get help with these deals? And they would be like, Oh, well you gotta do this, 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 and you're list by yourself. And then I walked in with the, uh, directory of every business in our town. And they're like, wait, can we have that? I'm like, no, nah, you're good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. There's like so many, there's so many different things you can do that you just do on your own. Right. Yep. Um, is the best way to put it, I guess. So you just got back from the NIL summit. Uh, tell us a little bit about that experience. Yeah. So they, they reached out and asked us to go. I didn't end up going because I thought that, uh, I thought it was going to be in an NFL camp by now, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, so I didn't end up going there. It was like, I don't know. They were like pay for your hotel and stuff, but you just need to fly down there. Um, I didn't end up going, uh, I probably should have now that I think about it, to be honest with you. Um, it goes again, back to the network, right? Building the network. Yeah, the networking is probably way more valuable than actually showing up to the event. Um, but, I mean, what are you going to do? I guess. It's, well, it's still cool. It's still cool that you got recognized. I mean, we're, we're talking Hunter from Penn State that himself didn't think that you know, you yourself didn't think that it, this was a, you know, you were going to be able to to uh, take advantage of. And then all of a sudden now you're getting nominated for this for this award. So that's yeah. still it's still pretty cool to be recognized. I'm not really anybody in the grand scheme of things. If you think about it, like nobody's going to remember who you are in five years from football team. So, I mean, listen, if I can do it, like really anybody can do it. Like that's really I mean, I've seen creative stuff. So. Anybody can do it. You just got to think, don't think outside the box, go on YouTube and type in ideas. Like, it, like you don't need to think outside the box if you're not creative. And if you are, think about the most bizarre things you can possibly think about. Those yeah. tend to do the best. 
Awesome, man. Barney, hey, thank you for spending some time with us. Let people know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah. Uh, well, Barney and more. Uh, it's Twitter, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, whatever you need. Um, yeah, send me a message if you need help. Uh, if you really can't find anything, I'll help anybody. Um, I got other ideas up my sleeve if people are bored. Uh, we'll uh, collaborate on something and we'll make something interesting. At least we can both both give us something to do in the meantime. Perfect, man. Hey, take them up on that. Uh, hey, thank you for again for joining us. Thank everybody for joining us on NIL Undress. As always, every like, subscribe, and share is greatly appreciated.